Good afternoon and welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laurent Landis. Patty Fink is running a little bit late. Uh, our guest today is Leslie McMurray. That's Leslie Pledge Drive McMurray. I've added that to my middle name. Except next time you'll be here will be Leslie Holiday Weekend McMurray. That's another part of who I am. Ah. Yeah. So we have all these different uh, facets of Leslie McMurray. I am multifaceted. And we love them all. Glad that she's here either way. It is Pledge Drive here at KNON. Uh, you can give us a call to make your pledge to support uh, LGBT Radio for North Texas by calling us at 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Or you can just go online. Most of our pledges for this show and the Jewish Music Hour come online. Uh, Go to knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button and just fill out the basic information. And that will get you uh, pledged. I guess that's the right word for it. It'll get you all pledged up. <laughs> uh, we have several different ways that you can make a donation. Uh, one of them is that you can become a sustaining donor, and Jeremy is going to read that. Ah, no, he's not, because the phone is ringing. Uh, thank you for calling KNON uh, for making your pledge. Uh, Patty is here, and uh, the uh, landmark dinner, we'll talk about it more next week, because Shelley's our guest next week. Oh, perfect. Uh, but it was a wonderful evening. It was. It was great. Very inspiring. Very inspiring. Yeah, it was. Uh, Kevin Jennings was great, uh, and several other people who were the speakers uh, we've lined up as our guests over the next couple of months. Awesome. So. That's fantastic. Uh, Laron. Is, is Patty's mic on? Yeah. Okay. Is Patty on? I don't know. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Much better. Yeah, for some reason you weren't coming through. Yeah. Well. Oh. Oh. Uh, Laron. You had an issue that you wanted to start with, uh, Leslie. So I've noticed in the past couple of weeks, you know, uh, we have all these online personalities, YouTube, Facebook personalities. I'm not going to call them celebrities, but they're known in, in the cyber world. And I've seen this growing backlash and uh, from, <laughs> I don't want to use this word, but I'm going to use it and we'll talk about it but from cisgendered women. And there's a lot of backlash towards trans women about the use of the word cis women. They don't like it. They don't like it at all. They yeah, there's backlash against trans they, people for a whole, for slew, whole, of whole slew of there's reasons. something that's wrong with the world right, right, and right. we're apparently responsible yeah, right. for it. Look up, look up backlash in a dictionary. It says trans people. No, I get it. Uh, but this is the new, this is the latest thing. Um, there was uh, a woman who was um, misgendered and she someone thought that she was trans and mm -hmm. she's not she took uh, she took a lot of offense to that Privilege. And, and that really set her off about even being called cis so um, and, and you know a lot of uh, cis women take it as it, they, they take the term as, um, as, as something offensive it's not now, I will admit, when I first heard the uh, word cis, however many years ago, I didn't know exactly 
the root. I knew what it meant, but I didn't know the root of it. So I had to look it up. Yeah, it's a Greek Latin root yeah. meaning on this side of or on the same side. Same side, of. exactly. Yeah. It's called investigate, educate yourself. If you've ever taken chemistry, you've heard cis and trans. <laughs> right. So that that so I I didn't know, so I had to find out. So, um, but anyway, I just want to get your take on it. You know, they, they really seem pissed off about this word. Yeah, I mean, on one hand, I could see where they might be bothered by having a qualifier attached to the identity woman. Uh, and I'd say, yeah, carry that around for a while, see how it feels, because that's what I have to do every day. I don't get an opportunity to put mine down. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, you were saying, or I was kind of kidding about, is that it seems like virtually anything that's wrong you can trace back to uh, it's because of trans people we're right. ruining everything and um, at least you finally admit it yeah well you know <laughs> we go where our talents take us and, and leslie in particular is to blame for all of yeah. this might as well I, and you know leslie's like wildfires and hurricanes and tornadoes probably all that stuff yeah. too yeah we've been doing it for years so we would pass the <laughs> sure why not yeah you know so yeah, I, so I could see why how they might not want that qualifier, um, but maybe you could have a little empathy about those of us that seem to be saddled with it, whether we like it or not. Because I don't get the opportunity to identify as a woman. All right, and I so I saw um, a video from uh, T. S. Madison. Uh, for those who don't know, it's kind of another popular trans woman. Um, um, so she was talking about this issue, and she said, okay, fine, I won't call you uh, cis, don't call us trans, how about we all just be called women? That'll work. And I thought, that's great. I, I, I I'm sure one. they didn't like that. But they don't like that yeah. either. They don't like that either. What, what, let's get right down to the root of it then. Yeah. Is what, what is, like, people talk about, well, they're a biological woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that I, mean? I heard it a lot in, in these conversations. What? I'm a biological woman, just call me woman. What is that? Exactly. What does biological woman mean? Anyone? I mean, are we talking about uh, XX chromosome pairs? Right? I mean, is, is that what defines woman? I mean, <laughs> what they go to, what I've heard them say, what they, what they run to, these are the two main things they run to. And, oh, and there's a whole big issue about, because I guess some trans woman, young trans woman, did a video, and I saw this where she was saying that trans women have periods, too. Oh, Lord, that set them off. <laughs> that set them off. And so one uh, woman was like, no, we uh, we have periods, we have babies, trans women cannot do that. That's the, that's the first thing they run to. I would say neither did my mom then, so I guess she wasn't a woman because she had a hysterectomy in 1966 that pretty much put an end to the periods and the baby making. And I would say as a woman, I would find that highly offensive that the only use for the term woman is to bear children. I think women are such more varied and useful and amazing and wonderful and there's depth and the ability to pump out a child is not the only use there is for women. And I've, I've heard these, these um, stories over the years from various trans activists, particularly trans men, um, talking about um, support groups and how there was one uh, trans, uh, trans men support group that was approached by a group of veterans who had had injuries to their genitalia in Iraq and Afghanistan with IEDs and, and other things, and they had approached... Or this, IUDs. Or IUDs, perhaps IUDs, because that would be very painful. Yeah. Um, and, and wanted to know more about the state of the art for 
constructive surgeries and that sort of thing and just dealing with stuff. And so my question is, are these men not men? Are they now not men if they don't have a penis and, and, and testicles? Yeah, I testicles. do a lot of trainings, yeah. and that's you know kind of what I come up with when I talk to those guys is say, so... You know, I like James Bond, you know, it's kind of intrigue and spy movies and stuff. So I said, what if somebody kidnapped you and took you to some undisclosed location and gave you the type of surgery that I've had? Would you wake up and say, I'm a girl, let's go shopping at Macy's? Or would you say, somebody took something that was mine and I've grown quite attached to and I'm going to kill the, you know what, that did this? And they're at 100% of the time, they say, I'm going to go after the person that did this. So it doesn't make you not a man. No, it doesn't. It makes me a very angry man who is saying something that they had grown very attached to. So what you have between your legs is not necessarily connected to how you identify up there. It might be, but it might not be. But it's not something that is an absolute. It's, to, again, to say genitalia or the ability to produce children is not the main function. I mean, it just, there's other things beyond that. And how do you identify intersex people? Yeah. People that have uh, variations in chromosomes. There mm -hmm. are some 50 different variations, include them uh, XXY chromosomes, like Kleinfelter syndrome or androgen insensitivity or XXXY. I mean, they're all different kinds of pairing of chromosomes that would make someone a different variation. We're just normal human variations. We like to take everything and put it in bucket A or bucket B. The light's on or it's off. It's hot or it's cold, you know, like in referring to water. Because you've got on the spigots, it says H and C, hot and cold. So it's very, very binary. However, the reality is water can be a liquid, a solid, a gas. It could be tepid. It could be lukewarm. It could be really cold. It could be frozen solid. If you've turned them both on, you get that. You can mix it in there, yeah. And same thing with lighting. You know, instead of on or off, what if you put a dimmer switch on there and there's all these little points along the continuum? So nature is that way. Uh, it's more like, you know, I love Baskin-Robbins. They don't have two flavors of ice cream. They have 31. And so the fact that I'm butter pecan doesn't mean I don't belong in the ice cream case along with all the other ice creams. I just am who I am. And it is absolutely, utterly exhausting to have to fight for my identity and my humanity and the fact that I exist virtually everywhere I go. Well, we're talking to Butter Pecan uh, McMurray. That's me. <laughs> I'm delicious. And it is Pledge Drive here at KNON. Uh, Cody, thank you so much for calling in your pledge. Thank you, Cody. And uh, there are different ways that you can make a donation. Sustaining donations. Monthly donations can be done with a credit or debit card, as well as a checking or savings account. Call now and tell us you would like to help with the sustaining monthly donation. Your donation would be the gift that keeps giving all year, one month at a time. You can have it deducted at the first of the month on the first or the middle of the month on the 15th. The first draft will occur today, then it will be automatic on the first or 15th. It's easy, it's automatic. You select the amount to come from your account every month, a minimum draft of $5 is required. Can you bring an attache case that's filled with unmarked, uh, unsequential 10s and 20s? Yes, yes you can. Absolutely. Sure, why not? Right. Very we'll good. have trouble fitting that under Christian's door, <laughs> <laughs> but we can send him a note that it'll be in my uh, mail slot. Very bond. Yeah. Right. right. Or we can call him. I'm sure he'll make a trip up here to open the door for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then we'd have to wait until after the show. Yeah, well, that's okay. 
Um, if you'd like to make a donation, give us a call, 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Or uh, call us at, or, or uh, go online at knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button. That's knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button. That's how most of our donations actually come in for this show. And we did real well on la last uh, Pledge Drive. Let's awesome. see if let's see if we can do that again. We were uh, about forty percent over our pledge goal. And we've got some great new T-shirts as well. Yeah, you That's fantastic. Yeah, we have the men's uh, gray T-shirt with the K and Win fortieth anniversary icon on the air. Um, it's a great T-shirt. Got one of my own. Uh, there's also the ladies in red. Um, it's a softer knit cotton T-shirt, and there is also. It's a polo shirt for a $125 pledge. $125 pledge, yeah. It's a red polo shirt with that the K and insignia on the back for the 40th anniversary on-air celebration. Snazzy. Uh, it is. And uh, we, have, we have some tickets to give away, so let's just mention those. Starts with Michelle. Comedian Michelle Wolf. Okay, it's great to be here. Friday, November 17th at the House of Blues, and we all know that's at 2200 North Lamar in Dallas. Uh, the show starts at 8 p.m. We have a pair for the pledge. $75 pledge gets you a pair of tickets, or $115 pledge gets you a pair of tickets and a T-shirt. Tickets will be emailed. And again, that's comedian Michelle Wolf. It's great to be here tour on Friday, November 17th at the House of Blues. And we need you to call in for the, any set of tickets. Those we can't are the only thing that we can't do online. So 972-647-1893. Also, John Waters, End of the World Tour, Saturday, October 14th at the Longhorn Ballroom. Doors at 6.30 p.m., showtime 8 p.m. All ages are welcome. And this is at 216 Cornith. Street in Dallas. Again, one pair. We have one pair of tickets for general admission. And it's Corinth. Corinth. It should be Corinth. I'm should be Corinth. It says Corinth. Typo there. Eighty dollars. Okay. I, I've been on the station for how many years, and they always have my name spelled wrong. So I work in healthcare, and I always type Hopsittle. <laughs> Eighty dollars to get you a pair of tickets. One hundred and twenty dollars to get you a pair of tickets and a T-shirt. Again, that's John Waters' End of the World Tour, Saturday, October fourteenth, at the Longhorn Ballroom. Doors at six thirty. Show starts at eight. All ages are welcome. And that's two sixteen Corinth Street in Dallas. And the number again nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. And the third set of tickets. Yeah. Well, moving right along, uh, Take on Me, an eighties dance party. Again, a typo, but we read it correctly. Friday, August 25th, sundown at Granada Theater, 3520 Lower Greenville in Dallas. Again, take on me, an 80s dance party, Friday, August 25th. It's a Picardi. It's a Picardi. We'll pretend it's not. <laughs> well, that's what it says. I'm just reading what's on the sheet. Yeah, doors. The doors open at 9 p.m. for this show at 9.30. 18 and over are welcome. Uh, we have one pair of tickets for your pledge of $40. It'll get you general admission tickets, or an $80 pledge will get you the tickets and a T-shirt. And Laron. Kadenwin will lose shows this year due to those that do not make their uh, pledge goals. We've been on the air for 40 years, which same when the station started. 
Let's help us keep us on for another 40 years. Don't let this show be the next to go. Pledge now at 972-647-1893 or go to knon.org. Jeremy is standing by for your call. And that was Jeremy. And he's actually sitting by. He is. <laughs> he's also waiting for your call. Um, so we have Radio Democracy in Action right here, right now. Uh, you're the one who makes the difference by calling 972-647-1893 or pledging online at knon.org. Help support this show, support community radio, and take action now. Um, people who love good music um, and love playing music for listeners who love to hear good music is what we're made of. All the DJs are volunteers. KNON DJs do their part by coming in week after week, like we do. Year after year. Year after year, decade, decade after, after decade, decade. and providing unique shows for you. Um, do you do your part for your favorite KNON DJ? For us, that's David Taffet. Um, right now, by pledging 972-647-1893, or go online at knon.org and hit pledge now. And you have to choose a show. You choose it by DJ name, so uh, it's under my name, even if Laurent or Patty is your favorite DJ. DJ David Taffet. Taffet, yes, with a T. Uh, our guest today is Leslie McMurray, and <coughs> we're just talking variety of issues. Uh, we have two minutes before we have to go to break. Have any of you ever been to Lahaina? Yes, I have. I've been there three times. I've been there a couple of times. It is, that is such a loss. Oh, it is. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And it's an odd, or it was an odd town. It looked like Provincetown is what it was based yeah. on mm -hmm. when they built it. And uh, it's an old whaling village back in the Mormon days. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're up to uh, 93 dead. Yeah. And, uh, and more than the 93 dead, the maybe irreparable harm, that huge banyan tree. Uh, and the vegetation that's there that was left. Uh, it's interesting that Longy sits on an area where the mountains above it, it's one of the wettest places on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. But that area, that valley, has been turned into a tinderbox because of the way that they have redirected the water flow and brought in non-native vegetation and grasses that burn where they never had fires before. There was never even a concern of fire before. And now there's this. Mm. They, their warnings, and it's just so funny, the myopia that, that we have as a society, is they have warning systems that are built around hurricanes and tsunamis, not fires. And so the fire alarms, and well, well, the alarms to warn people to take action sat silent because it wasn't a hurricane and it wasn't a tsunami. Mm. That's, and, that's and, really insane. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And studies had shown that they had predicted that there could be a hurricane-driven fire mm -hmm. in that area, yeah, and they were so unprepared for it. Yeah, it's they were preparing for sharknadoes. And it's sad the loss of life, but also like the banyan tree, which was mm -hmm. massive and been yeah. there for so largest long. one I think mm -hmm. on Earth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still alive. Good, but burned badly. Yeah. You're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laurent Landis and the late Patty Fink, and our guest is Leslie McMurray, or Butter Pecan. I like it. <laughs> we'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this.
Hi, this is Patty Fink, and you're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. And it is Pledge Drive here at KNON. 972-647-1893 is the number. That's 972-647-1893. Jeremy's are standing by, waiting for your call. Uh, One of the differences when you make a pledge to KNON is that you're calling directly to the studio, not to a call center somewhere in the middle of the country. And so if you call 972-647-1893, you may be asked to repeat something because you know how loud David is. And sometimes it's hard to hear in here. So um, I would he, imagine there would be people that would call that number just to hear a human voice. Yes. Because you can't. When you call virtually anything, you get automated phone systems that are annoying. It's and Jerry, Jeremy can simulate that. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to speak to a Jeremy, press 1. I can simulate anything. <laughs> Call 972-647-1893. Did you know a KNON Elite Music Sponsor is another sponsor level that you could achieve? Every Elite Sponsor during this pledge drive can sponsor a KNON PSA announcement for a nonprofit of your choice. KNON will make a recording for another good cause that you select. You will be thanked on that recording. It will run for one month on the format you are supporting. Tell people about a good cause you believe in while supporting good music and programming on KNON must be a 501c3 and not a political or lobbying campaign. Your name will also be on the KNON event guest list for one year. You will also receive two KNON items of your choosing. Put it on a bank draft or a credit card today at 4167 a month. And Patty, you've been a uh, an elite music sponsor. I have. And it's been it's been really really wonderful. Um, you're able to just, you know, your names reside on the list. So you don't have to worry about tickets. You don't have to worry about, you know, do you have the tickets? Do I have the tickets? No, don't worry about it. Just show up. Don't have to worry about dinner at most of the events as and, well. Or, or uh, entertainment. The, the entertainment is just fabulous. And that's really what KNON is about, is live music, good food, good company. Um, and it's always a joy to go to one of these events. So give us a call, 972-647-1893, uh, 972-647-1893, or just go online and uh, to knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button. That'll show you all the pledge premiums, and uh, uh, you, you just give us the basic information, name, address, phone number, uh, email address, and then how you would like to pay. Um, last night at the Landmark Dinner, one of the things that Kevin Jennings and uh, Shelley Skeen pointed out, Kevin Jennings is the executive director of Lambda Legal. and uh, I thought he was that guy in Jeopardy that did so well. Now that would be Ken. Oh, <laughs> my mistake. Carry on. Which we'll be tuning into tomorrow. Um, would not be doing his thoast of Jeopardy, Alex, for $100, Alex. Lambda Legal is taking Governor Abbott to court uh, about the health care ban. About time somebody did. And um, he's he said he's really not worried about it. Abbott just won't learn his lesson. They've already beat him in court seven times this year. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the health care ban. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, it's one of those things, again, that uh, is targeting, in this case, transgender kids. Uh, from people that know nothing about medicine. Uh, And when they talk about gender-affirming care, 
I think that could cover a whole broad spectrum of things because, uh, in my opinion, ED medications are gender-affirming care. And so if you mm -hmm. want to prevent that, then under that umbrella of gender-affirming care, uh, maybe uh, take those off the table and see how things react because, well, you know, white guys that aren't performing as well in the bedroom, um, they need their, their meds. But in this case, what they're targeting are transgender kids. And I saw it was an interesting study, uh, but it was talking about specifically top surgery. And because one of the, the arguments against this type of care is well, what if they change their minds? Well, for one, they're not doing surgery on minors. They just don't. They usually wait until they Say it again for the people on the back. Yeah, they, they don't do that. So you're, you're essentially trying to ban something that isn't happening. Um, but the fear is, well, what if they change their minds? And there was a study that was done, uh, and there was, God, it was like 160, which isn't a huge uh, sample. But what was astounding is the regret among this, I think it was 168 or so, was zero. It wasn't almost zero or only a few. It was zero. So even if it's a small number, I mean, even people with asthma medication, some have an, an adverse reaction to it. And pretty much any medication, they might have an adverse reaction or they might change their mind or something. And so to say that we're going to ban this for a whole group of people because one or two people might not like it uh, is a silly reason. The other thing is that the American Medical Association endorses this as the proper process. It's not like kids are running into a clinic and saying, give me hormones. They're going to say, where's your parents? Uh, you know, I think we, we need to have a deeper conversation than this. So that kind of thing isn't happening. So what is happening is a child has been under care for quite some time. Uh, both parents, both parents have to agree to this. The counselor has to agree to it. Their physician has to agree to it. Their endocrinologist has to agree to it. So this is a lot of medical firepower. It's not something that's being done willy-nilly with every kid. It's not very many kids at all that this is happening, but for the ones that need it, it's profound. And so to ban this, uh, when all of these major medical organizations like the American Academy of Pediatrics and the American Psychologic, Psychiatric Association, the Endocrine Society, uh, and the American Medical Association all endorse this. So does the World Health Organization and WPATH, which is the World Professional Association for Transgender Health. So there's all this medical firepower, and we got some goofballs in Austin who aren't medically trained, who don't interact with transgender people that are saying that this kind of care can't be used. Uh, the fact that that exact care can be used against people with, say, androgen insensitivity or uh, precocious puberty or a variety of things that they treat this for on, to use the term, cis kids, uh, is, is an absolute blatant and clear violation of the 14th Amendment. It's not equal protection. It's not equal access to the same medication. You're saying these kids can have it because we like them. We don't like this group of people, so we're going to deny their access to care. So that's essentially what this is in a nutshell and why it should be a slam dunk unless it's heard in front of Kazmarek or one of those really hard right-wing judges. But ultimately, I think it's a very crystal clear 14th Amendment case uh, that could make its way to the Supreme Court. And I would mm -hmm. think even they, 
unless you completely are going to divorce yourself from facts and medical evidence, because this is peer-reviewed. This isn't something that's experimental. That's another claim you'll see. It's not experimental. It's been going on for years and years and years. It's effective. It's safe. It works. And in most cases, unless you're talking about surgical intervention, which, again, we're not for kids under age 18, it's reversible. Uh, well, they're all, but they're also saying that, you know, Plan B is experimental, even though it's been... Yeah. Um, you know, on the market and tested and studied Well, new endlessly. cancer drugs are experimental, but they don't prohibit the ability for people to access or get into these programs. I mean, you don't just bar that. I mean, it's this, this whole history and tradition kind of thing. History and tradition is, if you had a cancer diagnosis, you might as well get your stuff in order. You're going to die. That's well, like the COVID vaccine is experimental. Yeah. Well, two billion people have had COVID vaccines. I think that's a pretty good study. Yeah, I, I, I heard a comedian, uh, he went on stage and he said, uh, how many people here think that they took those COVID precautions a little bit too far? And the place, a lot of cheering went crazy. And then uh, he said, you know, maybe we should ask the people who died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right, they exactly. probably think it maybe didn't go far enough. You know, one thing you said was uh, in Austin, uh, these laws are being made by people who don't interact with transgender people. Mm-hmm. One of the di- days I was down in Austin was uh, on a transgender lobbying day, and they were there to testify against one of the bills. And a committee room holds about 100 people. And there were 1,800 people who were there. Yeah. So mostly they were in the rotunda, and you know the Texas Capitol is an amazing building. Mm-hmm. It's it's a one of a kind in Texas. There are other states who have amazing capitals too, but ours is yeah. ours is more amazing. <laughs> it just is. It's a wonderful, wonderful building. And they were just looking and looking at the rotunda in awe. And the comment of one of the um, Collin County uh, right-wing representatives was, oh, it was just terrible in the Capitol today. It was worse than January 6th. (laughs) Now, these were mostly young kids who were there in awe of being in the Capitol. How many of them were killed? Yeah, exactly. How many were injured? How many were carrying guns? None of them. How many broke windows? None. Knocked out doors? None. Threatened anybody? There weren't even threats. They were one of the reasons... They were uh, like, please don't hurt us. Please allow my access to health care, which is deemed medically necessary by my doctor. I mean, to me, why would you want to get... It's like, if imagine the, the, to use the term, chutzpah it would take to walk into a Walgreens and to see a mother and her child and to interfere in the prescription medication, whatever it is, whether it's for a cough and to say, oh, they're putting drugs in that, they're trying to poison your child and you shouldn't get this sort of medication and you shouldn't be allowed to give that to your child. To get in the way of that and make that argument that that woman should not be able to treat her child that way, that their doctor says this is safe and effective for you and it's gonna help you with what's wrong right now. Can you imagine getting in the middle of that? you would be ripped to pieces. She'd probably rightfully call the cops. Well, that's what I feel like doing. That's what they're doing is interfering with the doctor-patient relationship. And this is really pretty scary because I I normally don't like slippery slope arguments, but things seem to be tilting in a really goofy direction. What if you had someone in high office that, say, didn't believe in blood transfusions? My religion doesn't allow blood transfusions, therefore you don't get one. Mm Mm-hmm. 
because their their thought is immediately I have to impose my personal religious beliefs and ignorance on everybody as codified law. You know, interestingly, the First Amendment is it it does not allow religious discrimination, but it also has freedom from religion. You can't establish a particular religion. And so saying the Christian religion doesn't allow X, therefore you can't do X, I'm sorry, that violates the Establishment Clause. So a lot of this stuff is really constitutional, just running roughshod over it. Um, when I was in high school, my health teacher, uh, for the one class that I sat through, um, said, was talking about the danger of using drugs, and then he finally admitted, and I've only taken an aspirin one time. So you can speak well to that subject, huh? And I asked him why. I remembered getting into this discussion with him about it, and uh, my mother, who was a bacteriologist, wasn't going to have any of that, and that was the end of my being in health class. <laughs> Did you ask if, if when he took that aspirin that one time that he died of gastric bleeding? Well, it because was a well, religious is, objection to yeah. it. it. And that was what I was asking him. Why would you never, if you were sick, why wouldn't you take a medication? Why did he take it the one time? That's my question. He's going <laughs> to hell for that. <laughs> he slipped. Exactly. He yeah. slipped. Yeah. But his religion does not allow him to take medication. Well, he shouldn't be a health teacher then. Exactly. But also, he has every right in the world to not take that medication. But it's that old adage of, just because I'm on a diet doesn't mean you can't have a donut. I don't get to say, well, because I'm not going to eat those, you can't, you can't, we're going to ban donuts for everybody. It's like, no, it's, th this country is built on but we need what's to right ban them for you for what's right for you. Pardon? Yeah, well, eh. Well, my sisters and I had to have kind of this... this um, old adage and about our mom she's just we laugh that she would say i'm cold put on a sweater yeah <laughs> and you know we heard that a lot <laughs> yeah i would just think any parent if your kid's in pain if your kid's suffering and dealing with issues and and there's so few of us anyway you make up what like point four nine percent of the population or something we're not a lot of people but if your kid is suffering and you know crystal clear and you've had them checked by doctors and psychologists that they are dealing with gender dysphoria and to say no you can't have that I didn't have any remedies available to me when I was growing up matter of fact I didn't have in access to information because I didn't have a cell phone I didn't have a computer because growing up those things didn't exist in my world so maybe we could get out of the, the main library uh, and find information, but I didn't even, even as a five-year-old know where to look, you know, because I didn't have the big picture book on gender dysphoria back then. And so I just dealt with it the best I can. But I know, if I was a kid, that this type of care was available that could make my awful puberty not happen, <laughs> but I was denied that because of my governor, I can't say what I would have done, but it wouldn't have been good. You know, I, I want to go back to something you said earlier, and that you, you know, you, you get sick of having to defend your your, your very existence every single day. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I I can imagine, but the right wing has done an incredible. Unfortunately, they've done an incredible job for the general public in painting this like horrific picture 
about trans kids and what we supposedly do to trans kids. Yeah. You know, I literally heard uh, something online where somebody was saying, you know, oh, Jimmy one day can just go to his dad and say, I want to be a girl today. Okay, and off to the doctor, and he's having his penis cut off. They say stuff like that. Yeah, that's not and what's it's like, happening. That's not, that, 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 that's not even close. It's not even close. It's, it's not even wildly <laughs> close. Like, I mean, you know, th- you know, it's just it's, it's asinine. They have been lying for years. For years. For years and, and unfortunately, years. people, the general public, who don't know, maybe not even a single trans, even adult, they they think that. And they're like, oh, my God, how if they're doing that to kids, that is horrible. So, you know, I know, you know, you, you get tired of educating people. I mean, I've, I've even had to educate people um, okay, about trans, uh, tr- trans kids and whatever. It is exhausting, but we kind of have no other choice but to do it. Yeah. Because otherwise, these lies that they have put in the general public's head, it just keep grow- they, they keep growing and growing. Yeah, I saw a news article and it said even facts, where we're at in the world right now, is the truth and facts do not change people's minds. We need and to take a break. We'll, in we'll my come back world, to that. they do. So we're, we'll, we're going to come we'll back to, to your point. Uh, it is Pledge Drive here at KNON, and um, we are getting plenty of calls giving people for, with people giving their opposite opinion. That's and fine. That, and that's fine. Uh, we're not used to taking calls on this show, uh, is the only thing. That's too bad. Put them on the air. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so. We have a problem because the cut button is all the way up there. And, Aww. Um, if you'd like to make a pledge to Lambda Weekly or to any show, uh, we can take that. 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. Uh, or go online to knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button. Um, we so have some tickets to give away. Am I going to have to have somebody start my car for me when I leave? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Because, <laughs> you know, haters got to hate. Oh, yeah. They got to do it. We I'll have tickets for comedian Michelle Wolf. It's great to, on her It's Great to Be Here tour. Uh, Friday, November 17th at House of Blues. You have one pair for. Hello, we have one pair for pledge. Seventy-five dollars gets you a pair of tickets. One hundred and fifteen dollars gets you a pair of tickets, and a T-shirt. Um, we're getting an earful again on the phone. It's a reverse pledge. They're so mad that they want to take money back. Well, it's good. That they never gave. Call. I hope they're listening to what we're saying. Maybe you're learning something for the first time. Like I said, the truth isn't changing minds, which is pretty bizarre. Why don't you change to another station? Why are you listening? Because there are only 63 other stations. Yeah, you can't change to another station. Is it time to go to break? It is time to go to break. Anyway, I'm not going to argue with you. The KNON is an irreplaceable music asset for North Texas. Whether you dig the dead or one of the other great genres of music heard on KNON, you need to make your pledge for support right now. Be a part of the voice of the people. Call 972-647-1893 or go to knon.org and make your pledge. Thanks, everybody. This is Rafael McDonald from Resource Center, Dallas. You're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. And we're taking, that was our fourth uh, call 
So let's talk about it some more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just before the break, we were talking to Leslie about uh, just some health care issues and uh, what's being banned here in the state of Texas. I, th- I think Florida has a similar bill, right? Yeah, they do. Uh, theirs has criminal uh, aspects to it for, like, using restrooms, that old chestnut. Right. Uh, just like it wasn't about drinking fountains. It's not really about it's restrooms. not about restrooms. Um, but it's just about limiting access to public life for transgender people because they, they haven't been able to show any instances of trans people causing a, a problem in a bathroom but in this case if a, a trans person or someone that they thought was transgender like what happened to that cis woman mm-hmm. that you were speaking about earlier and that's going to be the, the really the net result of these bathroom bans is that cisgender people are going to be the butt of it because there's far more of them, and people are going to start policing gender. It's like, is she dressed feminine enough? Could they be? And so they're going to make those kind of mistakes, and it's going to be pretty embarrassing. But there's it, more is, than embarrassing, it, but illegal. Yeah. Well, in the case of Florida, it is legal. Yeah. Because if you see a trans person in a bathroom, you can say, you have to leave, get out of here now. And if they don't, it's essentially like violating a trespass warning. They can, they would at that point. Because you own the public restroom. Yeah, they would at that point be subject to arrest. But I'm saying the person who is not transgender that they're ordering out. They were wrongfully, yeah. They would be wrongfully ejected from that. And I would hope they would have some sort of... uh, um, Again, people... Just stop and think. And I think with, with the restroom issue, you're making a bigger deal uh, more. You will be creating a bigger scene mm-hmm. than just let them do their business and leave. Uh, took Gabrielle to the movies. We went to go see the Barbie movie. Oh, nice. Um, last week. And I'm not going to sit in the movie theater, but had a good time. Afterwards, Gabrielle had to go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. I'm waiting outside. And there was a lot of women coming out. Oh, man, I, I was like, I can't believe that many people can fit in there. <laughs> a lot of women coming out. And I noticed two of them were trans. Nobody said anything. Nobody batted an eyelash. They went in, did their business, and left. What was the big deal? Ta-da. Ta-da. Yeah. What was the big deal? And we go to the, we share the restroom, public restrooms with trans people all the time and have all for many years. All the time. All the time. You'd be surprised how many trans yeah, people you've peed next if, to. If, yeah. yeah, if you've used yeah, any public restroom in your entire life, you have probably used the restroom with a trans person. Yeah. You, you just didn't know it. Yeah. yeah. So I, do, I don't understand what the big deal is. Well, the big deal is they're trying, they're, we are the sacrificial lamb for their primary voters. Pure and simple. Yeah. Yeah. Is that they, if they can make enough noise about marginalizing a community that basically can't fight back because there just aren't very many of us, mm-hmm. uh, and so they can make us public enemy number one, and then go to their base and say, "Look what we did." Yeah, it was it was gay people in the early uh, early two thousands, um, definitely in the two thousand four election when eleven states had. Um, had um, amendments to change their constitutions to ban us from uh, participating in marriage equality, mm-hmm. and for you're a number of wreck traditional marriage. Exactly. Right. Well, exactly. To it. Yeah. 
um, you know, all th- we're forcing all these straight people to get divorced, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, just Make because we sense. exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, that, that was what it was happening, and I said then, and I'll say it again now, I said they will always have a scapegoat. Always. always. They have to have a scapegoat mm-hmm. because that's what they, they run on mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. Every, every freaking election well, is somebody. Yeah. And I said then, the next group, who's it going to be? It's going to be immigrants. And then, sure enough... Because you can see the rhetoric heating up, we're gonna we're gonna demonize and dehumanize somebody, and today it's gonna be immigrants, and then tomorrow it's gonna be trans people, and then the day after that it's gonna be somebody else. Are you familiar with Hillsdale College? Yes, I get their reputation. They 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 send me something, and I I start every every month. And I started to, to write them back and say, don't do this. But I like, to, I like costing them money. There was well, a video. Well, well, tell us what is where and where. Super right wing. Super right wing. Yep. It's where like, they look to put federal judges, Supreme Court judges uh, that are graduates from Hillsdale, because they're essentially doctrinated from the get-go mm-hmm. into that conservative ideology and activism. And there was an, an older guy, this geezer, who was uh, doing a YouTube video or something, but it was a video, and he was uh, railing against wokeism. And he said, this woke culture is going to take over unless you wake up. And I thought, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> what an idiot. So, so, so our, our wake up is okay, but that woke up is not okay. No, not okay, okay at all. Okay. Not in any way, all shape, right. or form. So he was really upset about that. But... I wrote a piece in The Voice, and if you want to read it, you can read it. It sparked a couple of comments on my Facebook page from people that disagree with that. But it's just what you seem to be hearing is conservative outrage over things like Doc Martens, Bud Light, Barbie, Chick-fil-A. And it's, I didn't have that on my bingo card because I never thought the, the conservative side would be angry at Chick-fil-A. But when they started a DEI initiative, that was a bridge too far. Yep. But there's all these things that are all this nonsense, distraction, culture war issues, while Lahaina is burning to the ground and they're all clapping along. We, we really do need to wake up and get rid of those distractions. And for those of you that are saying, but what about the kids and seeing the doctor and doing all the... And Hunter what, Biden. What about it? Uh, we've had, like, the hottest year in the history of planet Earth, except when it was molten lava. Right. Uh, it's going to become an unlivable place very, very soon unless we get together as a group and agree to do something about it. There's a lot of things that are huge problems right now. One is the, the funeral service that we need to give for the truth, because it seems to have just been getting massacred lately. It but, is. But, but there are out. alternate facts. Yeah, apparently there are. Yeah. So in, in Conroe ISD this past week, there was an issue where... Down um, near Houston. Yeah. Down near yeah. Houston, mm-hmm. um, big suburb. Um, they, the school board met, and apparently there was a poster in the classrooms that showed... Um, a, a whole bunch of different hands. Oh, I saw this. I thought that was a uh, joke. No, it was real. This is how, how bad the right wing has gotten. A, a group of hands together, and some of them were, you know, they were all different. Different races. Different races, different, different skin colors. Right. And they, they, the par- a parent objected to having this in every classroom. And the poster said, um, I be- we all belong here, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she claimed that her first grader said that, well, that makes me ask, did I not belong before? Like, like is there a reason why I shouldn't be here? Like, I, I don't belong unless, 
you know, at school. I, yeah, that I sounds do like a question a first grader would ask. Right, exactly. Right, and, right. and ultimately, um, Conroe ISD said that's we, we investigated and that's crap and the posters stay. It's not harming anybody. And they came to their senses. But not before they had a big, big old discussion about right, it right. at a public meeting. I'm like, this is what they've reduced themselves to. Yep. They're going to object to... It's distractions. Oh, it's, it's, it's idiocy. It's complete, utter idiocy based in nothing except hatred. Yeah. This is pure animus. There is, there's no reason to believe anybody objects to a poster like that. We all belong here. You know, going back to Leslie, I, I agree with you. Well, first grader, even your smartest, you know... Yeah. Prodigy type kids or no. first graders not going to ask that question. But let's go to give them. I'll, I'll, I'll give them benefit of the doubt. Let's say the kid did ask that. That was a great opportunity to explain it. Like you know what, you have always been welcome here, but some people have not. Great opportunity to educate, but mm -hmm. no, they go in a totally different direction and make it, make it something bad. Or well, the library but, books can make you gay. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, they didn't make me straight. <laughs> Right? All I mean, right. I read right. library books about cisgender straight kids my whole life, and yep. then here I am. There you go with that cisgender woman, again. Transgender, yeah. <laughs> Pissing off our caller. Yeah. You know, you, if you want to disagree with me, absolutely. Let's have a spirited discussion, but at least know what the hell you're talking about. If you want to dispute what I'm talking about, look it up. Prove me wrong. Right. Right. Well, I love these callers that call and just harass because they've got nothing better to do, and they've got so full of hatred they have to express it in some way, and hurt somebody else, lash out and hurt somebody else. Um, and, and most of the time, when you certainly do it online, we, they're, they're cowards. They don't even have names. They don't even have a real name. Yeah. But, um, but to, to, to call a radio station and, and lash out and do it repeatedly when you've been right. told, I'm not having this conversation, is, is, um, is pretty out there. Yeah. Well, we're going to keep talking about it. And I, I thought of something else, going back to what we talked about at the top of the hour, this backlash from cisgender women who don't like being called cis. And, you know, they, they feel like uh, trans women are invading on their territory in various different ways, but even with the bathrooms. But I thought about this, you know, why don't we care about this about trans men from cis men? I'm a cisgender man. And honestly, I just don't care. Yeah, they generally <laughs> just don't care. If I saw a trans man in a bathroom and I was able to figure it out, okay, and let them yeah. go. Let me go do my business and let me get out of here. Yeah, I'm but on I, Leslie's side of, of the. It's just men. It's just women. Get, get, it's get, not trans men, trans women, cisgender. Yeah, it, it's just women. But why don't we hear this from tra from from cisgender men? The same arguments. What? What? Because they don't care. Yeah, they flat don't care. I, mean, I just I, doesn't I don't matter. care. You know why? Because they're. This is all about. Um, lashing out and putting somebody down and dehumanizing, but it's also about controlling women. Bingo. I, I, I saw this great yeah. video yesterday where a guy took a bullhorn with a mic and went out to an anti-abortion um, rally, and he started shouting. He's in the crowd, in amongst them, and he starts shouting, we hate women. <laughs> we <laughs> Really? And, these people turned around and says, well, you're not one of us. He goes, no, I absolutely am. We're for controlling women. We want to control women. <laughs> <laughs> they all got very, very upset, but it's the truth. It's the truth. They don't have to go out controlling men. No, they don't. You know? They don't. Uh, 
none of these laws in, in, inhibit um, anybody. And what I don't understand is, I mean, this comes back to years ago. That's why I ago. mentioned the AD meds. Well, that's where I'm going with it. Men. It's like if, if men can get pregnant, abortion clinics would be like Starbucks. It'd be like drive-thrus. <laughs> My mom used to say, if men could have babies, there'd only, there'd only ever be three kids. Because, of course, the woman would volunteer to go first. I'll do it first. <laughs> and you know, that's the way women are, right? right? Woman has a kid. Man has a kid. Woman has another kid. And the man says, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> I mean, she used to laugh about that when I was a kid. Growing I want to get in one more pledge, uh, pledge bag. Okay. Uh, it is Pledge Drive here at KNON. Uh, if you go online to knon.org and hit the Pledge Now button, you can make your pledge, including... If you're worried about how you're going to pledge, we accept Cash App. If you have Cash App on your phone, go to dollar sign KNON Radio to make a quick and easy pledge. That's dollar sign KNON Radio, all caps, no space between KNON and radio. Cash App pledges are not eligible for premiums. If you'd like your entire donation to go to KNON and want to pledge using your phone, send your donation to KNON on Cash App. Be sure to note which DJ you'd like to support. And if you would like to make a pledge uh, and get a, a, a pledge premium, if you want one of our T-shirts, uh, our uh, canvas shopping bag, they're all marked with the 40th anniversary logo. Uh, go to knon.org, hit the hit the pledge now button, and the only thing about uh, about that is we don't know until next week that you've made your pledge, and that's okay. Uh, and do remember when you make your, if you make your pledge to the cash app, that does not come with um, with the pledge with, premium. With the pledge premium, right? So just go online so to knon.org, yeah, and get those. Um, we do have some tickets that are left. Yeah, comedian Michelle Wolf, it's great to be here. Friday, November 17th, House of Blues, 2200 North Lamar in Dallas. Showtime, 8 o'clock. $75 gets you a pair of tickets. $115 gets you a pair of tickets and a T-shirt. John Waters, End of the World Tour, Saturday, October 14th at the Longhorn Ballroom. Doors at 6.30, showtime, 8 p.m. All ages are welcome. 216 Corinth Street in Dallas. <laughs> One general mission standing. $80 gets you a pair of tickets, $120 will get you a pair of tickets and a t-shirt. Names will be at the door, plus one. And then we have the 80s dance party, not Picardy, party, Take On Me. Take On Me, 80s dance party, Friday, August 25th, sundown at Granada Theater, 3520 Lower Greenville in Dallas. Doors at 9 p.m., showtime 9.30, 18 and over are welcome. You have one pair. Of 40 tickets, $40 pledge gets you a pair of general mission tickets, and an $80 pledge will get you a pair of tickets and a KNON t shirt. And normally a t shirt is for a $50 pledge. And we do have that new gray with red writing right. uh, 40th anniversary on air t shirt. And or, to confirm the red one with white lighting. With yeah, white lighting. Ladies. And to confirm, the red shirt is a Dickies shirt. <clears throat> the, the red button up shirt is a Dickies KNON uh, shirt as well. Polo shirt for a $125 pledge. Um, well, Leslie, I just want your thoughts on an upcoming indictment in Georgia now, fourth indictment for Mr. Trump. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, that's the one where he called up and he said, I need 11,170 votes. Uh, there also are, I saw today that there was contact from Trump's associates or attorneys, I'm not sure who, but they had 
they have emails that are confirming that. So it looks like it's going to be pretty ugly. They have put up barriers down in, in Atlanta where the mm -hmm. state capitol is. There's barriers all in the street around the courthouse. Uh, so they're preparing for Prepare some for mischief, maybe. Yep. Yep. But they, the, um, I believe it was the sheriff who said Trump's going to be treated, because like in these others, he's just gone down in his limousine and motorcade, run in, made the appearance for the judge, came back out, and then he's off to Mar-a-Lago. They said in this case, he's going to be treated like any other suspect, and that is he is going to get photographed. He is going to get treated like anyone else. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, I, honest to goodness, I don't think he's going to spend one hour in jail slash prison. I really don't. I wish he would. If he's found guilty, he should serve time the same as anybody else. I just don't think. On the federal charges, though, what about the judge ordered him not to uh, reveal, not to threaten anybody? Uh, he shouldn't have to, but apparently he does, or she does. Well, a gag order is not that unusual. Yeah, the gag order happens daily. Well, a gag order daily. is threatening people. That's that's like giving out details of the case and poisoning. So the he jury goes pool. insulting the the yeah. judge. Didn't anybody tell him that's probably not a good idea to piss off the judge? <laughs> he thinks he's above that. Uh, of course, he's never been held accountable for a thing. I, I think he should. He doesn't revere judges. When, I mean, when they put these charges together, they really should add a RICO predicate to that because. He is a walking, talking, ongoing criminal organization. Wow. Well, Leslie, thank you for being here with us again. Always. Come uh, back. Thank Happy you, Buttercup. Sorry, sorry to stir everybody up so much. <laughs> They'll be fine. They'll get over themselves. No. Take a deep breath. In. And, and for out. all of us here at Lambda Weekly, next week, uh, Shelly Skeen from Lambda Legal is our guest. And uh, Leslie will be back. Uh, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. Woohoo!